You are a blooming flower only if you could open your heart to the possibilities of you. Welcome to the Free to Be Show. Here we have conversations to free your heart, mind, and soul. I am your host, Cordelia Gaffar, the ultimate joy goddess and the possibility of joy within you. I guide women who look powerful on the outside, yet feel voiceless on the inside, to be replenished and aligned. Are you ready for the sacred experience of you? Are you ready for your soul's medicine? I call that for mind alignment, which recalibrates your body wisdom from your lotus up to your stomach up to your heart and completes your full transformation in your mind. Move and explore your lotus mind, feed and nourish your stomach mind, acknowledge and accept your heart mind, transcend your logical mind with sleep. Be free to be using ancient body wisdom in conversation, in community, and in practice. Be free to be. Hello and welcome to the Free to Be Show. I'm so excited today. As you know, I've created a new process called the Four Mind Alignment. And talk about alignment. I actually found someone who um, could explain the stomach mind way better even than I can. And so I'm excited to introduce you today to Tamisha Conyers-Hopes. And she is a trauma-informed holistic practitioner, author, and clinical herbalist, and a mom, of course. Um, and she focuses on food as medicine, releasing trauma, positive mindset shifts, and toxin-free living. And she is the author of um, Infertility Tales. Welcome to the Free to Be Show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, so happy that you're here. And um, I know, like, that's my point of reference when I say the stomach mind. But I would really like if if you wouldn't mind starting us out by just, you know, sharing your story and how you stumbled upon the importance of gut health. I found the importance through my autoimmune disease healing. So once upon a time in <laughs> a lifetime, I had six diseases and it was crappy. It was horrible. Um, it was painful. It was gut-wrenching and obviously overall zero out of 10 recommend for the experience, but it really gave me everything I needed. I got to a point where I was on over 20 medications and I looked in my hand one day. This is literally all that happened. It's like not huge. I looked in my hand. It was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I'm not getting better. I'm not feeling better. Things are not looking different. They're actually looking worse. So what am I doing? I like 
I was taking more medication than my age. Yeah. So I was like, mm, this can't be it. Like, I know I'm destined for more. Like, I didn't survive everything I survived for this to take me out. This can't work this way. So I literally was like, I'm done. And as a practitioner, I don't recommend <laughs> doing what I did, but I literally was like, yeah, no, I'm done. I did not take my medicine. I dumped everything in the trash and I texted my brother and was like, they're not going to get me. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm good. Like, I'm going to figure this out. I had already started to learn about the basics of natural healing and all the things. So I was like, yeah, no, this, I know that I could, I could be okay. And this isn't going to help me get there. So it was that moment that made me start to deep dive into research. And I have found that there is actually a cure for my autoimmune disease that a holistic practitioner had found way back. And he ended up going to court, but they did not allow him to make it like a thing, you know, and he was a man of color. So the odds were always against him to begin with. And it got ruled out, but they still, uh, you know, had documentation records. So I started to learn about the herbs and the seasonings that would help rebuild the gut. And I want to pause you for a second, though, because there's two things that you've caught that you've mentioned. And I know, like, this is your story and you're used to telling it. But, you know, there are people that are listening and they're like, oh, my God, you actually just, you know, like, let's yeah. give like some reverence <laughs> to the fact that you like healed your own autoimmune system and you knew how to research to find this guy who yeah. like broke it down. But before I even, you know, really highlight that too much, did you say that you have more pills in your hand than your age? Like, how yeah. old were you when this happened? I was 19, 20. Okay. And I was on 22 medication. Wow. Um, when I was completely healed, I was good. And I had PID left. And my issue with it taking so long for me to address it is like that stigma around it. I didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to own it, even though I was laying in a hospital bed because of it. I still couldn't say it. Um, I had my daughter at 22. I was and for those who don't know what PID is, what is that? Pelvic inflammatory disease, it is something that you typically get from an STI, whether it be chlamydia or gonorrhea. Those are the two that lead to it. Yeah. And so when she talks about the shame around that, you know, who wants to admit that? Especially because you only had one partner, the same yeah. partner, you know? So, and, and typically, again, 
right? These STIs are associated with people who sleep around. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting. Everyone I've met that's gotten an STI doesn't sleep around. They have one. <laughs> I've never met anyone who sleeps around who gets an STI. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like always from someone they trust. Mm -hmm. And that is why it is even more heartbreaking because I was with my partner, like I first started to deal with him when I was 13. So then here I am, fast forward, and I find out that I have chlamydia. And my heart stopped, like, I had a full on like panic attack, like I yeah. could not breathe. And I'm so grateful my aunt was with me she was able to calm me down. She was able to take the phone. The doctor asked me if they could talk to her. All I could give was a mm-hmm. Like, please talk to her because I can't hear it. Like, I cannot hear this. The first time she said it, uh, the woman on the phone wasn't my doctor. She was, you know, someone else in the office. Um, and she was like, well, I'm calling with the results, you know, from your recent screening, we want to talk about your test. And I was like, okay. Um, and I didn't think anything bad because they always call and they're like, you're good. Like, you yeah. know, like, okay. And she was like, you have chlamydia. <sighs> And I, I froze. I was like, excuse me, um, what did you say? I think I, I heard you wrong. <laughs> she repeated herself and was like, you have chlamydia. And it's like the world slowed down. When she said that, I was like, like, I literally stopped talking to her. And she's still going, obviously. That's her yeah. job. No, she's like, you know, I want you to make sure you inform all of your sexual partners. And I was like, there's only one. <laughs> what? <laughs> and she was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, there's only one. And she was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I then lost my breath. Yeah. I felt like I couldn't find it. And your breath never leaves you. It never leaves you. You have to leave it. But in that moment, I felt like my world had stopped. It came crashing down. And I could not breathe, no matter how much I look for my breath. So I was actually in the hospital because my grandfather was in the hospital. So I was in front of my whole family. Mm. When this woman told me, you have chlamydia, I was like, what the flip is happening? <laughs> what? I walked out the hospital room and I was like at the door in their clear glass doors. So my aunt could see me and all I could do was shoo for her to come to me. And that's when she came to me and I literally fell apart. Like hands on knees, could not breathe. And the woman on the phone was just like, 
into your nose, out through your mouth, calm down. I couldn't go in through my nose. I couldn't yeah. go out through my mouth. I felt like I couldn't hear her. Hmm. Like voice became distant, everything. Like I almost passed out to the point where the nurses <laughs> kept coming over to me and my aunt, they pulled me and my aunt into a bathroom. Mm -hmm. and I, I was literally sitting on the floor. This is how I know I was like out of it. I'm sitting on a hospital Both bed. Floor. Yeah. Ugh. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. So I'm sitting there and I'm trying to breathe and my aunt is trying to coach me and they explained to her what happened and you know the treatment. I didn't hear any of that. That was all my aunt. She knew what antibiotic was gonna like I I couldn't I couldn't so I understand the stigma around it and I felt that so deeply I felt ashamed embarrassed dirty and I didn't even do it yeah. like I couldn't have given it to myself I only had one part like and my head is the boy that I fell for at 13 and now here I am at like 20 and they're like yeah do 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 inform all your partners I'm like I only have one what partners where are they like <laughs> I have not met them yet and to date I once I have my daughter I just said i'm gonna take time to work on myself and let all of this go and face everything and i'll be celibate and i knew i didn't have it in me to date it was almost 10 years and i have been left you know um so i took that space so i still haven't done the do but i'm gonna do it though but yeah. i haven't done the do and I hate that there's so much stigma around it and STI is an infection. Mm -hmm. So with infections, you can take antibiotics and you will be okay. From a practitioner perspective now, I would never tell anyone to just take the antibiotic. That one round of antibiotic trashes your gut health so bad and when it comes down to a sexually transmitted infection, it has to be a little powerful. Mm -hmm. So you're putting that in your body, but you're not doing anything alongside it. Hmm. You help your body process it and pretty much not be ruined by it. I would recommend taking probiotics. I would recommend for chlamydia or gonorrhea not to turn into PID because PID can be painful. Pelvic inflammatory disease is not fucking fun. Like it, uh, it's not fun. And the women that are struggling the most, they are like 18 to 25. Hmm. And I'm told you're infertile. And you can't have kids, so they'll just take your fallopian tubes. You don't need them. 
that's the only way we're gonna fix this and i don't feel like that is a fix at all i don't feel like it is something that anyone should be doing to a child she is still a child you're telling an 18 year old oh hey you can't have kids i'm gonna take your fallopian tubes you don't give her the option to even think about kids she's 18. wow what do you mean like because she got chlamydia and it could have been her first time having sex yeah so that speaks to many things there you know first of all probably and we'll get to this much much later because i really want to focus on the second thing but you know first of all we need to change the way we teach sex education right it's it's all about what not to do it's not what to do and how to you know Mm -hmm. um so that would solve the age of the the women or the children in this case that are getting infected right and then um secondly we need to take another look at uh, what we're doing around sexual health. You know, it it can't be so clinical. Well, you know, like like yeah. it is with any other uh, infection, right? So this is not, you know, like bronchitis or sinuitis or anything like that. This is your reproductive organs. Right, your literal reproductive health, all of it just wrapped up and they kind of never mind it like oh hey take this antibiotic and you'll be fine i mean like what if it was a piece of your kidneys that they had to yep. take out you know what i mean they're yep. they're just really wow i'm i'm so sorry that you had to experience that and for anyone who's viewing and listening that may be going through this please listen to the rest of what she has to say because now she's going to tell us from a holistic practitioner and clinical herbalist uh, viewpoint what how she was able to heal herself and so this is where you may want to take some notes but mostly i want you to i really want you to contact her and work with her directly um, because you don't want to do this by yourself you Mm -hmm. want to be um, under the supervision and you know have a Tamisha holding your hand. She has like a whole Facebook group. Um, and uh, what is it called? The Natural Moms Hangout. Mm-hmm, and, hangout. and it's it's uh, an amazing group where she offers meditations and, and um, all kinds of herbal classes and different things. But I do want her to just like at least highlight a little bit of her process to heal herself. This is I'm gonna put a disclaimer here. This is not meant to be for you to um, attempt to heal yourself. This is only letting you know that you can heal yourself under the supervision of a holistic practitioner. So with that, the good news is... (laughs) Hold on one second. Oh, sure. And so while she is attending to her darling daughter. I also want to put in here that as you can see, you know, when I read her bio, she mentioned, I mentioned that she helps with positive mindset. So if just listening to her story, you know, 
all that she went through, finding out that she was infertile after all that, you know, and then being, I, I really want you to tell this part of the story, you know, and, and, and as you see the, the happy ending is she has a child and she has a thriving business and she's healthy and talking to us today, but let's listen to how she got there. For me, um, I knew that I could do it. Like I knew that this didn't have to be the end, but I was in so much pain from pelvic inflammatory disease that I thought it was the end. I had a doctor who is an MD, not an ND, so she's not on my side of things, but she watched me. She watched me heal. She watched me address infections without her help. She is so, I respect her. Like, if there's anyone that I ever met that <laughs> stood by HIPAA and everything, like, it was her. She respected the heck out of me. And I am so grateful for that oh my gosh because once they came in the room after a week of hospitalization being on a bed alarm throwing up bed alarm throwing up having fever having chills being approached every medical way they knew how to help me manage my pain in it not working she came in when they decided on surgery and told me she refused. And I was so confused because I've seen my fallopian tubes. Like they're supposed to be very tiny and mine are not. So what are we doing? Like, what is the plan? And she literally said, I'm going to do my part and I need you to do yours. Fix it. And I was like, what? And she, we had this conversation where she explained, I don't know anything about alternative medicine, but you do. Like, this is, this is your body. You're way too young for me to take your fallopian tubes. And I was like, hmm, okay. And her believing in me changed everything that I felt about myself because I was like endlessly bleeding. I was in pain. I had cramps to the moon, the sun, back. Mm. Like, it, I was in pain. I was on a bed alarm. It was shitty. <laughs> and I was so ready for it to be over. Like, I was just like, well, if them take my fallopian tubes means that this is over, I'm good. Because I cannot survive this. But it was the most painful thing to hear because I dreamed about children since I was a child. Um, As I survived childhood abuse and all the things thinking of when I had a daughter got me through it. 
so hearing that I couldn't drove me nuts. And when she said, hey, I'm not going to do it, I was like, girl, what? (laughs) And I done prepared for this surgery. I don't get it. Like, but I'm very proud that she didn't. So I decided to target the inflammation. Pelvic inflammatory disease is an inflammation-based disease. Inflammation is the cause of a lot of disease from Crohn's to rheumatoid arthritis to pelvic inflammatory disease, like inflammation is something that causes disease. And I decided, hey, if the inflammation is the problem, why wouldn't I just target the inflammation? One of the first things that I did was commit to black seed oil and really, really stay committed to black seed oil and black seed. It was a part of healing my autoimmune issues. Autoimmune issues are a symptom of gut health issues. So often leaky gut causes all of it. And leaky gut is what it sounds like pretty much these just little tiny holes in your gut lining that allow food and other things that are not supposed to go through it to go through it and go into your bloodstream so an autoimmune disease is just your body attacking itself because it thinks that it's under attack and it's not but it thinks that it is because of all this stuff going into your bloodstream that don't belong. (laughs) It shouldn't be there. Oh, I see. So it activates the white, it overactivates the white blood cells is what you're saying. Your body literally, it's not even you. Your body is under the impression that, hey, we have to, protect ourselves and that's why with like celiac disease if you have gluten people have a negative response and they have to remove gluten because the body thinks that it's an attack when you just trying to have a slice of avocado (laughs) like you you're vibing i don't know what's going on and then your body is like, nope, do do do. We gotta get this out. Gotta get this out. It's like, imagine all these little tiny ninjas going to work, but you never fucking asked them to. You never said, hey, I need y'all to do this, but you have no idea that your gut lining is so trash that small things are coming through it, going into your bloodstream and your body sees the blood and it's like, no, we're prepared for war. It's like, please sit I love the way you're describing this. Like, do you have a child's book version of this? Cause it was, (laughs) I can see the illustration. I should do that that to help kids understand what's happening when they do go through stuff like this because it's like your body literally just doesn't know but the cool thing about the mind 
is that it controls the body. Mm -hmm. So if you start to tell the mind something different, all of a sudden you start to feel different. You pair that with holistic methodologies, herbalism, and all of a sudden, hmm, I start to feel a little bit better. And your body's natural state is healthy. It's not supposed to be all this other stuff. So your body is more than on board with coming back to what makes sense. And one easy way beyond black seed oil to really start to repair your gut and do all the things is licorice root. You can get it in the form of a supplement. You There are so many different forms. Like that could be a whole episode of me talking about tinctures, yeah. infusions, teas, all the things. Um, but licorice root is like holy grail when it comes down to healing leaky gut and knowing that you have leaky gut is not hard, but it's made out to be hard because in all reality, if you heal, you won't need to go to the doctor. Yeah, and then Big Pharma would be out of business, and that's a trillion-dollar business. Can't have that. Yeah, no shade to Big Pharma, but I'm speaking the facts, right? Yeah. They would much rather you do certain things. I remember I was at my gastroenterologist, uh, the stomach doctor. I was with him, and he had prescribed me these probiotics. They did jack shit. Nothing changed. And then I discovered Dr. O'Hara's probiotic. Mm. And I started to take them. And I was like, holy crap. I'm a new person. What's going on? So let's talk about the distinction there. Because, you know, one thing that I don't think people are aware of is pharmaceuticals are taken from uh, just the active ingredient that would occur in licorice root, for example, right? Yeah. And so the problem with that is when you take a piece of a hole, there's a reason why it's a hole. Right. <laughs> there's a reason why they take a piece and not the hole. Um, and medical doctors can prescribe herbs. They absolutely can. They are like the only ones that can and they don't um so i hope people pick up what i threw down there um so just to be clear she's saying next time your doctor prescribes you a pharmaceutical ask is there an herb that you could take instead and ask for that prescription know that they can give you that prescription and it is your right to ask you don't have to fold just because of their recommendation. Even in infertility tales, I give so many different recommendations and I talk about different kinds of medical approaches because it's not one size fit all the way they make it seem. It really isn't. Everyone's body is different and I'm big on talking about contradictions 
And that's something I'm doing now. It's like you said they take a piece of a whole to create a medication. And I don't think that people understand that. It's not a widely known fact that alternative medicine, herbalism, it was here before Western. Right. Um, like so for they, thousands of years. Right. They actually got this from us. Um, <laughs> this was our jam and they made it their party and tried to not invite us. So here we are like, mm, no, uh, you can actually, you know, go another way about it. And I think that as a practitioner, one of the things that makes me stand out is that I'm not going to tell you Western medication is like evil because that shit isn't like the overuse of things and the abuse of it because of the overuse and over prescribing things so you can make a book right and approaching things from a medical standpoint that doesn't have to be that is the issue. It's not the Western medication. It saves lives. Like if you were to get into a car wreck that really messes you up, they're going to administer medication at the hospital. You need that. Yeah. Like that's, you need that. But that does not mean that uh, the birth control will balance your hormones. That's a lie. Like there are some things. Thank you for that distinction. And thank you for saying that because I, I, I believe that many people think that holistic practitioners are anti-Western medicine and that's not the case. It's like, yes, even in your story, you're saying how, you know, your MD was like, trust in you. She's like, you got this. I don't, you know you know, to your point about using birth control, yeah. like that's an overusage. That's an example of overusage of Western medicine. Yeah. But you get in a car accident, if your life is on the line, right? And they scoop you up off the highway. Yes, use Western medicine. Right. They're not going to be like chamomile tea. Like, no. <laughs> like, I swear for goodness, please don't. <laughs> Humphrey me. is not going to help you with that. Right. Like, and I feel like you just get to know that there, people say, right, there's a time and place for everything. It's applicable in this case. Like, there is a time and place for everything. You can rebuild your gut without the BS and Yes, still go to the doctors, still let them run the test so you know what you're looking at. Yes. You can't just be out here running in the dark on a street you ain't never been on. Because then when you trip, what? Yeah. You may not be able to get up. Like, and now there's a serial killer running down the street. Like, I, <laughs> I, I don't want that for you. Like, don't run in the dark. Allow them to do the test and know that you have the right to decline anything you want to decline. If you feel like that's too much, don't do it. Like we have this thing where we feel like their authority trumps 
our authority over our own bodies. Mm. And that's not true. You are still a person. You still get to say yes or no. So say yes or no, but don't be going through something and it's so bad and you don't consult a holistic practitioner in ND. You don't go to an herbalist. You don't go to a doctor. You just sitting there? And now you mad because you going through all this. And by the time you get to somebody for help, they got to do the most. But they could have did the least. Yeah. If you would have just came in, like, it may not be desirable. And I, I love talking about integration because it saved my womb. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even have fallopian tubes. She did her part, put me through a bunch of treatments and medications and ultrasounds and did the work. And then I took the wheel. It wasn't me just ignoring the fact that I had pelvic inflammatory disease. I didn't do that. Yeah. Because you can't. I tried that. It didn't work. I ended up in the hospital. <laughs> and then now I'm ble bleeding from here to Kalamazoo and I don't know what to do. I'm in so much pain. It's unbearable. That's nuts. And even through that, I have videos where I spit nothing but positivity. Because if you are still here, you can create the change you want to see, whether it be in yourself or this world. If you are still here, you can do it. The only thing you cannot come back from is a physical death. Okay? <laughs> That's the only thing. Everything else, you could charge it to the game and keep going. You don't have to be there. And sometimes you do have to sit in what's going on. I took that hospital time to journal and infertility tales. I have pictures yeah. of the journal entries because I almost gave up on myself after I did the work, after I started the school, after I did all the things, I almost gave up still. And if I did, I wouldn't have my daughter. If I did, I wouldn't be able to be mama like the shirt say. Yeah. If I did, I would not be able to experience this immense amount of joy mixed with challenges, mixed with everything else that motherhood has been for me. <laughs> I would not have been able to learn about myself in only a way that motherhood could teach me. Yeah unpacking things that I didn't realize were laying in the beneath. They were in the under, deep under there. Um, you really get to be mindful when you do decide to commit to holistic methodologies. It's just like anything else. You have to be consistent. So don't feel like, okay, I took black sea oil for a day. First of all, I want you to take as directed, okay? Use it as it's directed. Yeah. Because you need to, but when it comes to choosing herbs and 
choosing different things to work with your body, consult someone, whether it be me or not. I don't care. I just want you to talk to someone because guess what? There are contradictions. So you shouldn't take certain medications if you, you know, do this, you do that. Okay, there are side effects to medications. Don't, you know, you take this one, you can't drive. You do this, you can't do that. It's the same thing with herbs. You cannot take this herb if you're taking Coumadin, Western medication. You can't do this if you're taking that. It's the same thing. So taking herbs willy-nilly can have you end up hospitalized. Hospitalized. Yeah, hospitalized is right. And, and you know, also on that note, since we mentioned uh, licorice root, I want to say that I believe there's a contradiction, like if you are on medicine for your kidneys or something, right? Mm-hmm. So like, don't just go and grab you some licorice root. That, Please. yeah. <laughs> don't. Like, when I be talking, I don't know why I just got tripped up on the other word, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> when I talk, I really, I want people to understand that your experience is your own and it is specific to only you. I can only tell you what to do once we actually talk. I ask 50, 11, 5,000 questions before we ever sit down for a consult because I wanna be properly prepared. I have to know what medication you're taking. I have to know your goals. If you want to get that out of your body and go a completely holistic route, cool. If you want some integration and you want to offset some symptoms that are negative, and you're like, girl, I didn't even know this could happen to me, cool. It doesn't matter what you want to do. I have to know what you want so I can really direct you in the right way. And like you said, licorice root has a contradiction pretty much every herb day. I'm doing 10 days of contradictions and I'm talking about the last herb I talked about uh, was kava kava. And it's one of my favorite. It's perfect for stress relief and all the common effects. I swear you drink that tea. And you feel like you ain't never felt before. You ain't never been that calm. I had that in Hawaii. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And it is so traditional to that area of the world. They call it different things. I I talked about that because they call it different things. They do different things with it. And traditionally it was chewed Mm -hmm. because the effects of the herb are right there soon as it touches your mouth so they said hey let's chew it (laughs) and that makes sense like why not chew it so they wasn't chewing tobacco but they was chewing kava Mm -hmm. and i love that it it is so interesting to know where herbs come from traditionally culturally because they come from different parts of the world 
And when you grow herbs in different parts of the world, you get different things. So understanding where your herbs come from, knowing the herbs and the contradictions, like you can't take Xanax and Kappa. Baby, baby, you can't do it. <laughs> but if someone isn't an herbalist and they haven't done any kind of education around it, they may be like, yeah, go ahead, take Kava. Never ask you what medications you take, what you're doing. So now you done took Xanax and Kava and you have to know that you can really mess up. You can end yourself by accident. And I don't want you to do that. Like you ain't gotta talk to me. Cause I'm not for everybody. My approach is very straightforward, playful, realistic. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. Cause I can't lie to myself. If I lie to myself, then I'm not being my authentic self and it's not gonna help me. It's not gonna push me forward and me lying to you is not gonna push you forward. It's not about anything besides you getting to what your goal is, what you really want for yourself. I know that you need direction. That's what I did all that school. Yeah. You don't say, hey, I'm just going, you know, I'm going to spend $50,000 on education about alternative medicine every year. And I'm not going to care at all. Yeah. No. Like, I would say no one in a right mind. Okay. Like, I'm not going to say maybe someone won't, you know, but not me. Yeah. Them. So, yeah. And, you know, I, that's a really good point because, you know, there are people that have the education but may not have the character, right? Yeah. And so, when you are selecting a holistic practitioner, you know, it's a holistic <laughs> solution. So, you want to look at the whole person. It's not just like, oh, they're an ND or, oh, they're a holistic practitioner. I'll be fine. All holistic practitioners care. You know, you know, people are, are people. Equal. We are not just like a doctor isn't, just like a therapist isn't. We are not made equal. I I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I'm so passionate about that. I've had people come to me and been like, yeah, I've been working with this ND for like a few years and we just can't get, and I'm like, what? So you mean this simple thing, this very simple thing that you are referring to, this very simple thing that you have going on, let's, I'm gonna use someone's example. Um, she was talking about her experience with HSV and her getting herpes and like all the things. And the fact that this practitioner had her on like 10 things a day. 
And then she had a regimen where she had to take something multiple times a day. And I was like, what? What did you say to me? Like, and she's like, yeah, and my ND, you know, is having me do this. And she just has been monitoring me for, like, for three years. She's been, oh, okay, all right. Because there's no judgment at all. There's no judgment to the person. There's no judgment to the ND, but you're with TNM now. So what I'm going to do is say, take away all that. Like, we're just going to get that out because you shouldn't be on more than like five supplements tops a day. There are different levels to supplements. There are different levels when it comes to the quality and credibility of a supplement. The same way that GI doctor had me on a probiotic that was cheap and prescribed and crappy. And I started taking Dr. O'Hara's and I was like, hold up, wait a minute, (laughs) baby, what's going on? There are different qualities. Often when you find supplements, like one brand to stay away from is Spring Valley. We just, just don't do it. Okay, like I I could I could explain. I might come into your group and explain if that's okay. Yeah, I would oh, love that. Okay, because <laughs> there's no way. Like so when you are looking at supplements, you have to know that those cheaper ones and the cheaper brands are full of fillers. Hmm. They are not full of what you think they are. And sometimes, a lot of the time, actually, they don't include what they're even supposed to have in it. Or they have like 1% of that. Wow. Tell you that it's in there because, oh, we put 5%, they be guy. And everything else is fillers. I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. Is that because they have to be FDA approved and so the percentage is that low? No, because no herb is FDA approved. Oh, oh, it's because there's no regulation. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there is no regulation at all. They can say what they want. And it's like the same thing as doctors that are not in it to be in it and to make an actual change. They're making a buck off you. They don't care that you think these are top-notch probiotics that you could get for $5.99 at the Walmart. They're not worried about that. <laughs> They're just like, oh, hey, have your probiotic, live your life. Everything is great. And it's not. It's actually the opposite of great. So when it comes down to choosing... I would also say consult someone, even if you watch your social media and they teach about which ones to stay away from and which ones to, you know, just don't walk down the street in the dark on a street you ain't never been on. Yeah. 
because it's not like a lot of time people feel like oh well this doesn't work herbalism doesn't work or holistic living isn't for me but you bought that 5.99 supplement and you thought it was finna change your life and it was lying the whole time or you listen to influencers um that have a large following and because they have a large following they are now credible that is a lie <laughs> they are uneducated and be saying anything there's a lot of them that are credible and there are just as much that are not and they are making a crap ton of money off of people yeah they will tell you you have to be an alkaline vegan and you gotta be raw for you to ever be healthy see, and such a lie it is and see some this is shouldn't even be eating the raw food like that exactly like this is where like i i i kind of like can assess what body type you are and like tell you whether you're raw or not and then i would send them to you <laughs> you know for like the regimen and stuff like that because I, I don't that because you know that everything is not you mm -hmm. and i know that about me everything is not me i am not the end all be all but i could start something baby <laughs> i could put a fire up under it you know like and I can bring you to healing and maybe you outgrow me, but I hope you do. I hope you do. Because yes. I don't want you to stick around for years and... Three years. Isn't it? I mean, it's my understanding and I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. I'm so lit up about this topic. <laughs> me too. It's a, we write, we, you know. I, um... I'm just curious because it's my understanding and it also looks like from your story, it, it's, it was like a 90 day or maybe a six month process. Yeah, it does not take that long. Yeah. That is a lie. It yeah. does, body resets. And if you give your body the space, like I did a lot of detoxing because I ate like crap. I lived like crap. The products I put on me were crap. The products I put in me were crap. I know that. So see, now listen to what she just said. It was what she put on her skin, which is our biggest organ, mm -hmm. what she put in her body, right? Mm -hmm. So um, these things matter. And, and also what she put in her mind, right? Because yeah. she's talking about what she was telling herself yes. to direct the body. So those inputs matter. And that's something I always say broadly, but I love to have guests on the Free to Be show that can actually, you know, say what I'm saying, but like tell you why, <laughs> you yeah, know? It's, it's true because there are toxins in skincare that cause disease. There are toxins in cleaning products that cause disease. So I'll take bleach as an example because it's something I used to live by. It causes disease. Like we know that it amplifies asthma and breathing issues and things like that. But what a lot of people don't realize is that it causes it. So here you are pregnant and that's all you're using. And then you're surprised when later on your child now has asthma, but then you keep using it. Right, and you just say, I'll open the windows, but you have no idea about the toxins that actually lie within it. So a lot of 
common products are completely toxic and it's so cool to see my kid because she's never been exposed to a lot like our food storage is glass it's not plastic because when you use plastic on hot food it leaches toxins the only way you're really safe is like you're sort of safe is if you're using it for cold food so you got you a fruit platter and all you got is this plastic container baby don't don't have a hissy fit go ahead and use it but i don't want you to put your hot soup in there yeah they trick you by saying oh it's bpa free uh yeah so it's cool there are so many other toxins there are so many other ones it's kind of like when they say sugar free that means there's more sodium yeah. or if it's salt free it's yep. more sugar mm -hmm. <laughs> They got to use something to replace it, baby. They're not out here making a quality product for a dollar. they they not like, oh, yeah, the bins are still a dollar, but they're so much better. They are lying. Yeah. They are using something to replace it, and it's the same way with cookware. You don't realize that those scratches and pans, those are actually toxins. So the toxins leach into your food and you're cooking it. That is the food you are cooking to put into you and your family's body. So now they'll say, oh, it's PFA free. And baby, it's a trick. Like, yeah. did they replace it with? Do you understand how many PFAs and PFOAs there are? You, you couldn't have possibly... You didn't, baby, just get the cast iron. Because guess what? It's naturally toxin-free. And it's cast iron. If you're a little short on the iron, it'll, it'll help you out. So it's just like in another case, someone was saying, you know, that their father is elderly he's having all these issues and i was like his gut health is not good to be honest so you do anything it's not gonna work his body can't absorb it like based off of what has been shared i know he has leaky gut so that's number one i know he has other gut issues that's number two and number three is, I just told you he has leaky gut. It's going to leak through. Yeah. It's not, you, when your gut is not in a healthy state, it cannot absorb everything that it needs to. So if it can't absorb it, it can't go into your body. So it can't make a difference if it can't go into your body. Yeah. Some like, you know, we have to focus on his gut health first. And uh, I love Slippery Elm, but he was on a medication where I wouldn't have said that. So that's where getting all the information comes into play. 
I was like, actually, all the gut health herbs I would typically recommend, we're not going to do that. We're actually going to do none of them <laughs> because they can make him sick. So here's what we will do instead. And it's just as simple as that. You just have to work with someone who is educated around it. And when you find those, you know, internet influencers and they're doing whatever they're saying, whatever they're telling you to be alkaline, raw vegan, um, raw alkaline is the only way for you to heal your body. They're speaking from experience, not education. And from their, yeah, it's about their own body. And so I love that you keep, you know, reinforcing that, you know, you you tell a story and then you're like, and we'll hear this. You know, one thing I say too is like, superfoods are not super for everybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, they are not. Like, baby, it could be a superfood for me and for you. Could kill you. <laughs> Kill you. Yeah. Like, if you don't learn, like, go to somebody who know and it being realistic, like, sometimes integration is the way to go because you are not okay. Like, if your iron is violently low, iron deficiency is the start of so yeah much major disease and you have no idea because for one you don't know what your iron does you think it's cutesy because yeah. it's been normalized to eat the cute ice and like oh i'm so cute like girl girl please don't be i don't want you to be so cold i don't want that for you so it's been normalized but then there's uh, an influencer screaming, be a raw alkaline vegan. You don't know what you're doing. And then you are getting this message that Western medication is evil and you shouldn't take it. But your iron is so violently low that you need a blood transfusion and you need the Western medic medication to bring your levels to remotely normal. And then you can aggressively take the supplement I would tell you to take. But it's also a high quality supplement. So it's $50 a pop. And if I were to tell you to order 10 of them right now, you would have a heart attack because you can't. So instead of going to the doctors, where they take your insurance and it's completely covered and free for you, you are listening to somebody on the interweb who told you that it's evil, but you need a blood transfusion. You're you're playing with your life. Yeah, I, I really think, um, and I love that you brought up about iron because people don't get it. They're, you know, depression is rampant. Guess what causes it? Low iron, you know? <laughs> And, um, you know, people think having low iron just means that you're going to be a little bit cold, right? It, 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 it causes so many other problems. And I know that we could like really get into a lot of things and go deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, but for the average person, 
we've probably blown their mind at least twice. <laughs> so I'm going to just end it here and highly recommend <laughs> that you set up a consultation and I'll have her um, give me the link for that. So in the show notes, um, so you can click on that and find out the rest of the story for your body, <laughs> just your body, because right. everybody, everybody <laughs> literally is different. <laughs> yeah. So I do want to ask you though, if there's anything else you want to put into the space, I feel like I want to highlight one thing before you give us your closeout golden nugget. Um, the one of the reasons that I wanted to have Tamisha on is so that people understand that not only is your gut health connected to your sexual health, but if you have a sexual transmitted disease or infection, it is treatable with herbs, contrary to popular belief. And it's not a life sentence at all. You know, we already know like uh, that about HIV back in the 80s and 90s, like celebrities were going to France or wherever they were going to, you know, and they got total healing and, you know, Magic Johnson's still alive. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's not a secret, but it's accessible to everybody. So with that, I'm going to put you on solo view and you can close this out with your golden nugget. I just want everyone to be mindful of what you're doing. You can reach out to me, find me on all social media at hashtag that natural mompreneur, and you can find my content. I need you to know that everyone's body is different. There is no one size fits all, honestly. And yeah, we all need the same things, but we need different levels of it too. And that varies. There are many things that we all can do to help ourselves, but what may help you may not help the next person. Just be mindful, keep a gratitude attitude, stand firm on what you want for yourself and know that it's possible. And if you didn't know before, I hope you know now by listening to my story. It's possible. I'm a mama. You see the shirt? Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah. And thank you, everyone who's been viewing and listening today. If this really resonated and supported you, share this with another heart. Share this with another soul. And until next week be free. Thank you for being present for the free to be show with the possibility of joy within you. Now go into the oceans of your mind and integrate and stimulate the body wisdom within you today. Create the remainder of your day differently. Be a stand for who you be experiment with using your voice and if you require a soft place to land in community connect with me at the ultimate joy together we will explore the joy within you until next week be free